Welcome to the last weekly box office countdown. I'm Kevin Williams, and we're starting from the bottom up. After eight weeks at the box office, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, and Carrie Fisher's fantasy adventure, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker added another $2.22 million to its first order bank account for a domestic total of $510.54 million, e-walking away from last week's 7 to number 10. Sorsha Ronan, Emma Watson, Timothy Chalamet, Meryl Streep, and new Best Supporting Actress winner Laura Dern's romantic drama Little Women stashed an Oscar for Best Costume Design in its hope chest with the $2.32 million it made this weekend, crossing the $100 million mark in its ninth week in theaters with a $102.8 million domestic tally and $177 million worldwide, Greta Gerwig's adaptation falls from last week's 8 to number 9. In a shocking plot twist, Daniel Craig, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, and Michael Shannon's dark comedy whodunit, Knives Out, slashed its way back into the top ten. I knew they shouldn't have gotten rid of those countdown metal detectors so fast. These damn last weekly budget cuts are gonna kill us all. Earning another $2.34 million in its 11th weekend in theaters for $159 million domestic total and $299 million worldwide. Knives is still sharp, cutting up from last week's 11 to number 8. Horror fantasy Gretel and Hansel had a 42% drop in ticket sales in its second weekend, giving these fairy tale siblings even more abandonment issues. The pair got separated from last week's four in an enchanted forest, and now they're looking for a new edible house at number seven. Matthew McConaughey's Guy Ritchie-directed action drama The Gentleman had a 24% drop in ticket sales in its third weekend, earning another $4.27 million for a domestic total of $27 million, and a second week at number six. When I asked the gentleman why he was spending another weekend with Six, he just smiled slyly and said, A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. And I said, I knew you two were hooking up. Wait until 7 and 8 hear about this. Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, Karen Gillian, and Nick Jonas's comedy adventure, Jumanji, The Next Level, had just an 8% dip in ticket sales in its ninth weekend in theaters. This weekend's $5.5 million brings its domestic total to over $298 million. Jumanji stays at level 5 for a second week. Robert Downey Jr.'s fantasy adventure, Doolittle. With only a 12% drop in ticket sales and no new family film competition, The Doctor earned another $6.6 million in co-pays for a 24-day domestic total of $63.96 million. But Doolittle falls a little from last week's three to number four. Even though director Sam Mendez's heavily favored World War I epic 1917 only won multiple technical awards on Oscar Sunday, losing both Best Director and Best Picture to Bong Joon-ho's Parasite, 1917 is still winning the box office war, earning another $9 million in its fifth weekend in wide release, bringing its domestic take to $132.54 million for an over $287 million global total, with only a 5 
5% drop in ticket sales, 1917 falls from last week's two to number three. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence's action comedy, Bad Boys for Life, made another $12 million in its fourth weekend for a $166.32 million take so far. They may be bad boys for life, but their days of being number one are over, as they fall from last week's top spot to number two. And finally, in the action-adventure Birds of Prey, it's open season on Harley Quinn when her explosive breakup with the Joker puts a big fat target on her back. Unprotected and on the run, Quinn faces the wrath of narcissistic crime boss Black Mask and every other thug in the city. But things soon even out for Harley when she becomes unexpected allies with three deadly women, Huntress, Black Canary, and Renee Montoya. Even though Harley used to date the Joker, critics thought Quinn was no joke, giving her a certified fresh 80% tomato meter rating. And moviegoers liked this Clyde Lisboni even more, giving her an 83% audience score. Even though Birds of Prey fell far short of studio expectations with a meteoric $33.25 million opening weekend, that's still enough for these birds to fly high above their box office competition and land on this week's number one. If you've seen any of the movies in this week's top 10, search for Last Weekly on the Anchor app to call in your review using our patented Last Weekly movie rating system. If you thought the movie was good to great and people should hit the Cineplex ASAP to see it on the big screen, give it a movie theater. If the movie was just okay, but you wish you'd waited to catch it on a streaming service, then give it a Netflix. But if the movie was bad, wasting your money and time, both of which you're never getting back, then give that movie a kill. We want to hear from you. Movie theater, Netflix, or kill? What's your verdict? Even though kill is a last weekly box office ratings option, no movies were harmed in the making of this podcast. Now you can get social with me and the rest of the Last Weekly crew in an instant on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at Last Weekly. And subscribe to Last Weekly on your favorite podcast app to hear our recap of the week in news, pop culture, and entertainment. Plus TV and movie trailer reviews during Trailer Talk. I'm Kevin Williams. Thanks for listening to the Last Weekly Box Office Countdown. This is Anthony Tone Show Nunez, and I'm here to tell you, that Birds of Prey is a Netflix. It's a stay at home. I went to see Birds of Prey so you don't have to. I'm guaranteeing you, this is not a movie that as a comic book fan you gotta see. It's not even really loyal to comic book fans. It doesn't keep things in a way that you actually expecting them to be. I'm telling you, stay at home. Don't waste your money on this one. This is Anthony the Tone Show Nunez. This is a Netflix on Last Weekly. Tone, thanks for calling in your review of Birds of Prey. I haven't seen the movie yet, but the moment I found out that Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. Batgirl, a.k.a. The Oracle, wasn't in the movie, it was an automatic Netflix for me. Tone, thanks again for the review. But you don't have to be a Last Weekly co-host to review a film on Last Weekly. Just go to lastweekly.com and use the message link to call in your review. 